1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Yesterday, Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee confirmed one thing that Boomer was saying for months and another thing I've been saying for weeks. After all the speculation, Aaron Rodgers is not going to play this year and Rob Sala is not going anywhere. That's what I took from yesterday. It was clear that he's not going to play. But when Aaron Rodgers sits there and says... That Rob Sala is a, quote, fantastic head coach on national TV. That tells me everything I need to know about the future of the head coach. So they're going to run it back. This is the situation Aaron Rodgers signed up for. He wants at least two years with the Jets and that situation. He said this is a lost year, so they're going to run it back. But will they run it exactly back with Zach Wilson as the backup? That can't possibly be true. I was talking to Boomer before the show. I detected a little bit of a nasal drip, a little bit of a throat cough situation. I can smell that he's got his throat coat tea next to me, which is sounds gross, but I know that it works, the throat coat. So I know you're going to be hacking your way through this one, U-Boat Commander. Good morning. Thank How you. are you, turtleneck face? Uh, yeah, all right. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, you know, the one thing is,
0: I, I did catch whatever Jerry had earlier in the week. There's no question about it.
1: Oh yeah, without Jerry a doubt. just
0: got us all sick. Got me well, not sick. me. We'll yeah, get you sick? So no, I'm not don't yet, worry about yeah. it. But I'm 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 i the middle of a comeback. I'm, I'm X man today. Oh yeah, uh, which actually works, mm. which is great. So I have plenty of energy. I'm ready to rock and roll. Yeah, I got a turtleneck on. So what? I don't know why you have to make. Like an issue out of that, I mean... Well, we were just talking some about turtlenecks. Some days turtlenecks. I pullover, some days I wear a collared shirt, some days I wear a sweater, some days I have a quarter zip, today I have a turtleneck.
1: I thought you were adverse to turtlenecks because they try to get you to wear the turtlenecks on the NFL today. I and don't like wearing
0: the turtlenecks with the jacket.
1: Okay, you don't like that?
0: No, I don't like that. I usually like a jacket, a tie, suit, you know, shirt and tie. That's so, usually what
1: I like. The great Janelle from Garmani... Uh, down there in Red Bank, he texted me because he sent me a turtleneck as a Christmas gift. Yes, and you didn't and like
0: it. You came on the air and said you didn't like it.
1: I didn't say that. I said I was not a turtleneck guy. And he he heard this and he goes, uh, "If the turtleneck isn't your style, I'll send you something else." He goes, I figured since you lost all that weight, to be something cool that you wouldn't have tried before. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh man." Like, this was the thought process. I said, all right, I'm going to venture out into the turtleneck world and see how it goes. And, and I by, haven't by done the way, it yet. It's 30 degrees outside. Yeah, yeah. This is a perfect day for a turtleneck. I thought about wearing my turtleneck today. I'm glad I didn't because we would have looked like two clowns next to each other. I mean, I, I like would have looked like that. I make a big deal over
0: the turtleneck. I, you know, it's just, it is what it is. It's a, it's a very fashion forward <laughs> type of look these days. <laughs> fashion forward.
1: Fashion forward. All right. Well, maybe I'll rock my turtleneck tomorrow. We'll see. You never know. Right. You never know what you're going to get from this show.
0: And I know I do look like a U-boat commander. <laughs> I understand that. I get that. It's fine. <laughs> Enough with the turtleneck already. <laughs> Enough. Uh, here's, here's the deal with the yeah. Aaron Rodgers stuff. Yeah. You know, not sh- not shocked, not surprised. I'm just glad it's over. And I'm glad he gave some uh, legitimate clarity. There's just no way humanly possible that he could have gotten on the field. I don't care what what he says or how he tries to parse the words or... Uh, you know, but I, I will say, like I, like I've always said through this whole thing, that he's showing, you know, the other younger players on the team how you go about, you know, rehabbing an injury of this significance. That's all, you know, and that is just as important in my eyes as it, it is that he's on the field and with a headset on. And I don't know. He said he was going to go back to California to rehab. I don't know if he's staying with the team in the last three weeks. I'm assuming he is, and then he's going to go back to California. Unless he just wants to get away from this negativity and this just dreck uh, of a season right now. Because it's interesting. I don't know who's going to play quarterback for the Jets at the present moment this week against the Washington Commanders.
1: We should find out today from Rob Sala. That hopefully is the answer as long as Zach's still not in any sort of protocol. We should find out today. And I would assume that if Zach is healthy, that he's going to play. Because that's, that's what Rob Sala said. He's going to be the starter for the rest
0: of the year. And if I was Zach, I would want to play this week. It's against the Washington Commanders. You would have a chance to actually have a pretty good game. And, you know, quite frankly, the best unit in this week's game coming up is going to be the Jet defense. Uh, you're not playing against Tua Tagovailoa and Jalen Waddle. Mm. Uh, you're playing against Sam Howell, who's often sacked and throws a lot of
1: interceptions. Yes, that is true, and this is another opportunity for Zach to showcase himself for what quite possibly is going to be another team. Now, we know that the core of the Jets is going to come back. I mean, Aaron Rodgers said he loves what Joe built, and Rob is a fantastic coach, and we know that Nate Hackett is going to come back. I can't imagine that they would have Zach as the backup again. It just—it just has to end, and they're going to have yeah, to get no some. Kidding? Of, it will end. It, it has to. Well, it will. I mean, I what? How many times have we said it was should have ended it's prior straight, to this? I, Until he's gone, in? I don't think he's gone.
0: Take it with a grain of salt. He's going to the <laughs> freaking Minnesota Vikings. He's get no, traded no, no, the Vikings.
1: No, no, no. That can't happen. It just yes, it can't. can't. Yes, that's definitely going to happen. It can't.
0: Yeah. Kevin O'Connell's going to see that arms, going to see all this great off-platform crap that he likes to pull off. Mm. And it's going to be wonderful, and it's going to be a, it's going to be just like a I'm total telling rehab. You just kind of like Baker Mayfield. You know how Baker Mayfield now all of a sudden is playing well, and he bet on himself this year. Baker
1: Mayfield was never criticized and never played as poorly as Zach Wilson did. I mean, when, at the time when they kicked Baker Mayfield out of there for Deshaun Watson, we were like, "Wow, really? They're doing that?" I mean, this guy won a playoff game against your biggest rival. You know, uh, a couple it's years ago, yeah, the w- with the with the Browns against the Steelers. I mean, what what are you doing, right? Um, so, uh, but that's that to me. I mean, Zach was at the bottom of the bottom, historically bad. I mean, I, I would really, I would, I would truly believe in football gods in a negative way that are torturing me if Zach Wilson ended up with the Vikings because you can't tell me that something isn't at play just trying to ruin my life to go from me sitting here for years killing Daniel Jones thinking he shouldn't be the Giants quarterback, then then him playing the game of his life in a playoff game against the Vikings in Minnesota and beating them and getting a $40 million contract and making me look like the biggest fool in the world. And then here comes Zach Wilson, who I probably criticized 10 times worse than Daniel Jones, and then he ends up as the quarterback of the Minnesota Vikings. 100%. Come on! Yeah. Why? I mean, do you know something that other people don't know? You're just look, doing this to
0: F with me. Look, there are 31 other teams. Yeah, And, you know, I'm telling you he's going to the Vikings. Phil Simms is telling you he's going to Kansas City Chiefs. You want my $10 to your 100 Because, you know, look, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm taking a shot in the
1: dark here. This is what I think is going to happen. Oh. I, I I don't want to make a bet because I, it's not like I don't believe you. I mean, I, I just don't want it to happen. And I'm not sitting here saying it's, it's no way, like it's not a possibility. I just ah, I'm saying see, I'm saying no way. Ooh. I'm saying no way. I don't want to see it.
0: You know, because every coach thinks that they can rehabilitate a quarterback.
1: Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, look it's at like the, a...
0: Sam Darnold's been bouncing around. Baker Mayfield's been bouncing around. Uh, all these guys bounce around until they find a, a place where they can actually do something and look reasonably de- decent. Now, one thing I will say. And I, and I said this to you as well, Baker Mayfield in New York would have been great. Mm. He would have been great here. Yeah. Because the kid is, you know, he is competitive. Sure. He's got the competitive gene, the competitive fire. Yeah. I know he's a maniac, and he throws the ball, and he's inconsistent, but he's a fighter, and that's what we don't have here. Now, maybe Tommy DeVito's got a little of that in him. Uh, I, don't, I don't necessarily know the other quarterbacks for the Jets have that in them, but Baker Mayfield's a fighter. You can say whatever you want about him. You can say about, you know, Every now and then he'll throw one in the fr- in the first row, uh, you know. Every now and then he'll throw a bad interception, mm-hmm. but he will he will go out there and he believes that he belongs in this league, and that's like the most important thing for a quarterback. Get over that hump and think about what's happened to him over the last three years. You know, he gets replaced by Deshaun Watson, goes to Carolina, gets bumped out of Carolina. He's got to go play at the Rams on a week, just kind of like Josh Do- Dobbs did for Minnesota this year and then signs a one-year deal with Tampa and has got them on the cusp of the playoffs.
1: Yeah, I mean, a lot of respect goes to him. He he's went, got
0: more balls than Derek Carr, I'll tell you that.
1: <laughs> well, I think I think we knew that before the season. It was definitely confirmed throughout the course of the season. Yeah, I mean, he went into that quarterback blender that you talk about, and he has found his way out of it, respectably. And Zach Wilson's probably going to get that opportunity, too. And I don't know if the Jets in this offseason are are going to bring in Devonte adams or do something crazy uh as far as trades to shake things up but they certainly can't bring back the same team and i know the thing about the building of the offensive line is like they've done a lot of things that i have agreed with they have tried to build, the offensive <laughs> but it line. just hasn't worked just out kind of like there's the just giants, been a million
0: injuries the giants and,
1: have tried to build the offensive yeah.
0: line so when people call and say oh you know you got to draft you got a and the Giants have been drafting like in the first and second round for the offensive line the last four years.
1: Absolutely. I mean, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Obviously, Andrew Thomas worked out really well, and he missed a bunch of games this year. Evan Neal has not worked out. You know, uh, AVT for the Jets worked out because he's a good player, but he's always hurt. You know, Becton has not necessarily worked out. There's only been a a uh, a shining moment here or there. So I, I know that Joe Douglas is going to try to fix that, but you know this. They, they have a season, at least, under their belt without Aaron Rodgers that exposed all the other issues that they have with the roster. I still think they got an issue with coaching, but exposed these other issues with the roster that hopefully benefits them when Aaron Rodgers comes back and is the quarterback. Because then they, they've already got a chance to see what they missed on this season. So, I mean, if you want to do a glass half full thing, I can give you a glass half full with that. And Aaron Rodgers said that it's not going to be a one-year thing. As long as he stays healthy, he wants to give two years to the Jets at the very least. So it's going to be twenty twenty-four and twenty twenty-five. Wants by, to play,
0: way, which is also what I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, none of it was a surprise, and I'm just glad that we don't have to go through this for the next three weeks. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm done with it. I'm over with. Well, it, it was going to be a decision either
1: way because yeah, I'm just it's, the window. It's, the 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 practice window is closing. I, right? I
0: know, dude. He's not playing cornhole. He's playing. NFL football. <laughs> but I don't hold know on, but everyone... he was
1: the one that was doing this. Like, you yeah, get know, so frustrated they're... with everybody bringing it up. He was doing it. And by the way, uh, Rob Sala. Could have shut it down in his press conference and didn't the other day too. He's like Aaron wants to play. Aaron wants to play. I, I, you know, so they're man. the ones that perpetuated this story over and over again and gave it life.
0: So are they
1: playing mind games with their?
0: I mean, this is what you have to do to keep your football team engaged. I don't know. I mean, they're anyway, that's, they're the, the whole Jets ridiculous. But,
1: the, but that's the thing. They're the Jets. All right, and Aaron Rodgers, who controls everything, probably wanted this to be a storyline and like as you mentioned, the documentary and this and that, and then he could say, hey, I would have played I'm like seventy five percent now. I would have played if we were in the playoff race, but now that we're not, you know, it'd just be silly for me to All go right, out so there and play. So
0: let's so let's see if we got the documentary coming. Let's see if we got, you know, we you know, whatever. I, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, enough's enough already. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean at the end of the day now it's up to Joe Douglas to fix the whole thing. And and hopefully uh this team doesn't wilt uh, these last three weeks. Now, they wilted last week. And, I, you know, I, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, you know, after watching this uh, uh, hard knocks in season,
1: <laughs> you, your man, Mike Daniels, unbelievable. Yeah. He is and just, uh, he is the star of the whole thing. Well, he he is. And he's a, you know, he. So Al opened up the warm up show. Talk about I don't know who's a good coach. who's not a good coach. Whatever. Well, I can make a case that Al
0: does not know who good coaches
1: he, are. Well, he said he, he basically because it's a, more of a team thing, it's not an individual thing. Which he's right about. It has to be a combination. But I will say that that offensively, I don't think there is anybody in the NFL, including Sean McVay, that is on Mike McDaniel's level right now. Because, Kyle Shanahan. Yeah, but I'm telling Are you. Are you kidding me? But here's the difference. Kyle Shanahan, right? When he had C.J. Bethard and Nick Mullins, whatever, those guys would put up some numbers. But they weren't winning games. Where you had Mike McDaniel with Skylar Thompson in a playoff game almost win. When Tyreek Hill goes out, they go out and they win 30 to nothing. When Christian McCaffrey goes out, they lose three straight games. So there's there's a difference there. Like McDaniel finds a way to slither around these situations and win games where these other guys don't. So and there is the, there's a scene in this Hard Knocks episode. I haven't seen the whole thing, but this came out. And the Jalen Waddell touchdown where he goes, I got a tough time thinking this isn't going to be a one-play drive. He goes, this is going to be a one-play drive. And Jalen Wall is gonna score the touchdown. Because if we get that coverage, he's gonna be a one play drive. And then he sees the coverage, goes <laughs> 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 here it comes. That's right. Two it drops back. <clears throat> Bang. Touchdown. There it was. I mean and meanwhile, Rob Sala's standing there with his arms crossed while Mike McDaniel is running around going, I told you so. I mean now, it's incredible.
0: Now, let me take you back to that game and let me take you back to yesterday what I told you about that particular play. What happened on the series before that because uh, for the Jets at ten nothing, the Dolphins punt to the Jets. Yeah. The Jets offense does what? They went three and out, right? That's exactly yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. And that was the difference between this game and the Houston Texan game. Mm-hmm. This game you can't go three and out when you're down ten nothing. This game you gotta go down the field, you gotta be competitive, you gotta score points, you gotta keep your defense on the sideline, and you gotta try to get back into the game. You can't go three and out in that situation. And that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about pushback. Houston gave no pushback to the Jets, especially in the second half with all the injuries. And that's why I, I do somewhat minimize that victory and the way that that victory went and how well Zach played. Because the team that they were playing against was completely decimated by injury and had no offensive pushback whatsoever in the second half. And that's why those series like the Jets had right after that Dolphin punt Three and out, great field position for the Dolphins on their forty-yard line, mm-hmm. and boom, sixty-yard touchdown pass. The next play,
1: yeah, I mean the the phrase, you know, he's playing checkers and he's playing chess is overused, but that's the best way to sum up what happened in that yeah, situation. But
0: the, the point being is, you could be Rob Sala and you're going to put DJ Reed out there because you have con- you have confidence that he can cover guys, and he has ninety five times out of a uh, hundred, DJ Reed or Sauce Gardner are going to cover their guys. It's just that one time where they're not going to cover their guys and it's going to end up being a touchdown because they have so much confidence in them playing man coverage, regardless of who they're playing against, that they're well, going to play a lot of
1: that. Now, tell me if I'm wrong, because this could be the the layman's football thing. Tyree Kill's not out there, right? Tyree Kill's not out there. Jalen Waddell is the number one option a million times over. Your best corner is Sauce Gardner, not DJ Reed. DJ Reed now is one on one with Jalen Waddell, and he just burned you for DJ a sixty Reed yard is touchdown. A really
0: good corner. He's okay. a really good corner. Here is the other thing too. Everybody thinks that you know you're, you're sitting in there and you're going to be changing your game plans from week to week. You you are going to tweak your game plans, but in order for your team to really play well. You, know, you might put five or six different things in there, and you may use them a little bit here, a little bit there, but ultimately you have a foundation of a defense, a foundation of an offense that you're going to end up using pretty much throughout the entire year. You may tweak some things against a certain defensive look that you may see. Like, they know, the Miami Dolphins know, that the Jets like to play a lot of man coverage. You know, why do they know that? Because these, these cornerbacks tell us how great they are. Right? <laughs> how many times are they telling us how great they are? Yeah. <clears throat> And to D.J. Reed's credit, after the game, he took ownership of that one play. But my point is on the other side of the ball, you can't go three and out in that situation. You just
1: can't. Yeah, I mean, but to be that prepared, to know what was coming, to have faith in your players, to practice that, the accuracy... Everything. The speed of Jalen Watt. I mean, I, they knew everything was going to work out because they're just that much better. He's that that much smarter. I mean, it just was... So the Jets play yeah. alpha man defense. Alpha man? Yeah, alpha man if means... If anybody energy. knows alpha man, it's Dude, you. That's right. Yeah. And that's a lot of man coverage. It's a lot of man. Jesus. It's a lot of man right there. Mm. 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 Alpha man, you yeah, sip that throat coat. <laughs> sip that. Coat your throat. That's why I'm... Here. Coat your throat. Alpha man. Yeah, yeah, yeah.